Yo, what's up, everybody? This is V, a.k.a. I, I mean, I don't even love to say my full name anymore. You know that I'm learning English, but this is the Hearing Colors to Kill Sounds podcast, and uh, it's the Spiky Bop Peepop. Yeah, Spiky Bop, Spiky Bebop. Wow, say that five times fast. <laughs> uh, podcast series that you can find on Spotify. And uh, yeah, this is just the misadventures of a writer. And you're basically catching in on uh, me chiming in, me looking into social media, me looking into all these other different things that, you know, encompass life. And then proverbially, uh, me giving an account of how it inspires me. And uh, I have my special co-host today. Uh, This is my boy right here. It's my son. He's real cool. And uh, he'll be chiming in on what he likes as far as television and you know, media and social things as himself, as what he sees. So I'll definitely uh, translate for anybody who doesn't know uh, what he's saying. So, yes, basically if you are in your car and or looking for an obscure podcast series to vibe with, I definitely suggest uh, my podcast series for you. I, I generally shy away from, you know, public events and you know things that generally influence our culture in different ways versus more or less the nerd part and the you know subtext versus uh, kind of you know so much cancel culture and things that uh, other people are talking about and it, it kind of doubles down as a writer's room and so I tell you how to go about writing uh, these things yourself or creating a template which is generally the case when it comes to Uh, inspiring yourself or creating your own content there's a plethora of ways uh, to go about you know self-publishing or creating uh, something that you want it generally always starts with your imagination and I always stress that Uh, I don't even know how many times I said that in my podcast series alone just over the few years but I always tell people that uh, whatever you think of as far as your capabilities Anything is possible, and the influence and the message that you have uh, is generally something that you always want to concentrate on uh, as a young writer, as a seasoned writer, as a writer that's going about uh, calling himself a writer or herself. The spectrum has changed so much where everything... The concept in itself is a changing concept uh, just because if you look at it as a working thing, as a project, as a template for me to show uh, how other artists uh, accomplish this goal of going and finding material, or how do other artists or writers who are world-renowned come up with their material. And usually they have this instance where they have this inspiration, but a lot of other different artists and looking into how we influence one another and on the mass social media that we have, Everything has changed and uh, forever for the artist and how they go about uh, the influencing that usually would happen in a different aspect. Generally, you would see it in magazines or you would see it in a paper or newspaper or something like that. And nowadays, uh, it's become super, super viral and anything, you know, has a sense of cultural significance. So, yeah, that's generally the basic, basic consensus when it comes to this podcast series and the things that uh, you'll find me talking about and and 
I was thinking about this too as far as the influence that, you know, pop culture and or the internet has. And obviously when I look at it, uh, there is this, you know, kinship with it since I grew up with it and other people have done the same thing. But I was around before it was, you know, impactful and in its beginning and infancy stages. And, you know, looking into it now, after 20 years, uh, I pretty much know where it's going. And, you know, futuristically, science fiction-wise, uh, I have many different, you know, aspects of looking at it uh, from multiple ways. So I was sitting down, and, and I was talking about this in the last podcast, about uh, basically, like, all these different people chiming in on this service uh, after they forgot their memories. And so it's kind of like a message board of everyone trying to figure out all these different things at once. And the concept, you know, as a person that I am and someone who loves imagination, uh, I'm not, you know, a super intellectual. I'm not a super collegiate. I'm not someone who sits down and, you know, quotes others on their work and books. I generally, you know, gravitate towards things that interest me. Uh, exceptionally if it's creative, exceptionally if it's something that uh, sparks my eye. And when I was looking, you know what I'm saying, and thinking of this concept, uh, Ghost in the Shell uh, was pretty much prevalent. And I saw this back in like, what, 2000 something, and it, it would come on Adult Swim, and it's a great anime if you're looking into Af uh, futurism. I was about to say Afrofuturism, but... <laughs> That would be if I wrote this said series, but just in a futuristic aspect of looking into uh, where humanity or the potential of what humanity is capable of. Uh, if, you know, everyone thinks of this cyberpunk, uh, you know, gritty, uh, dirty type of society, multiple buildings all decked out in a, a different type of architecture, uh, very small, you know, infrastructure of natural society, but I mean, architecturally, you know what I'm saying, like, one could go of it many, many different ways, even if you're the writer developing the concept of your setting. For me, though, it, it kind of goes, delves into it a little bit more, uh, looking into the, the structure of the social media aspect and how information is, is exchanged. And so I'm looking into it, and I'm like, yo... Okay, so they got this system, it pops up, and they're on the internet, but they're inside of the internet, kind of like what Futurama was, and so it's kind of like, you know, a metaverse type of thing. And this concept in itself, obviously, is in its infancy stages, if you are, you know, paying attention to these things, uh, pop-culturally-wise, uh, Zuckerberg, all these other super name-dropping people, but... For me, the, the futuristic aspect is thinking beyond even that, you know what I'm saying, of people who have engaged in this said uh, futuristic technology for numerous amounts of years, and, you know, instantly developing it into my story, and the first thing that came to mind was The Laughing Man, and, I mean, anybody who's familiar with the second gear of uh, Ghost in a Shell Complex uh, knows of that series. And this was just me randomly, like, flicking the channel and looking at it because, you know, I really wasn't into the series when it was running on television at the time. Now, running on television, for anyone who doesn't know, it is generally a show that comes on 
and you know wouldn't come on again the next week or you know had one time that it actually aired and for me you know a concept or something that sticks out and means something for me to remember and recite as an adult uh, is pretty you know impactful and it doesn't happen often exceptionally if you're watching uh, multiple television shows and you're looking at different things generally you wouldn't get the same aspect of remembering something the same way and for me it was the laughing man and it was just generally this like I guess fugitive or whoever he was as an entity and I've explained this before in in the podcast series but I wanted to you know create a character or craft this character off of it and no it is not indicative of the DC character uh, who has a careful moniker of that same uh, you know, stature, it was definitely someone who uh, was a hacker. And, you know, exceptionally, you didn't know his identity in a day of zero anonymity, where there are cameras everywhere, <laughs> literally on people's phones, literally in every, you know, perspective that one could think of in an architecturally or engineering way. Uh, literally everything was on camera throughout the entire city and this person walks through it uh, invisible and you know hacking through every system uh, in real time and replacing his face with another face and it was really really dope uh, as a concept as an artist if you've ever you know paid attention to these things and you know doubling down on my creative aspect and pushing myself of adding comedy into this in a serious light is uh, not only a challenge but something that I find is a joy because I'm constantly working with different things and adding uh, different uh, aspects to where this story leads and these are just so cues that I utilize as an artist I'm a writer (laughs) you know what I'm saying like if one was to read my story from how I explain it it would be obviously night and day and that's the reasoning why I'm explaining it over this podcast series and I'll explain it to others in you know in interviewing or whatever it is that they are asking of but I I generally and I'm very serious as to the writing process and how indifferent you know say excuse me not indifferent but how different it is uh, in each day you know, the concepts of looking at things and this character alone, I have so much to play with, literally, and, and I get excited about it. Other artists, I don't know how their writing process compares, I don't compare myself to others that way, but when it comes to an, an, an idea, you know what I'm saying, and you know, instantly thinking of it and you get excited about what it looks like or what... Uh, you can do to change it so it doesn't look like the original in any way, shape, or form, you inevitably know that you're on to something as an artist, as a writer, as a creator. And so those are generally where I was at in the story and, you know, playing with this thing of mistaken identity. Uh, (laughs) I've been generally looking at, you know, Modern Family and a couple other different shows that uh, play with these concepts very well and having someone be the straight and then having someone be, you know, the gag guy or someone who generally is pulling something is something uh, I can definitely work with in many, many different aspects. And from where it's standing right now and where my fifth book is, it's in a setting that's 
it's larger than the state of New York. You know what I'm saying? A city that exact size. And so conceptually wise, you know what I'm saying? I'm wrapping my mind around how large this is. But then two, uh, adding characters like the Laughing Man in them, uh, in little different sectors or different parts. And to have a character like this is, you know, not only a really cool thing, I'm looking as to how I can develop it a little bit different so that uh, the reader doesn't know if he exists truly or not. Uh, I don't even allude to if this character exists. I, I want people to infer and people to use their contextual clues and, you know, come up with their own theories versus me just telling you if this person literally exists or not. And from there, uh, having them or other people develop uh, like not a boogeyman type of aspect, but definitely this uh, mythical aspect or this mystery behind it so that uh, anyone, you know what I'm saying, even the reader uh, could, you know, by just in definition be, you know, an embodiment of that character. And I'm thinking of what it would look like. I'm thinking of digitally uh, the concept of what that character would be, uh, the name in itself. And I'm definitely going to come with the next podcast and name it, you know what I'm saying, and th that's basically where I'm at today, like I say, there, there's many different ways of going about creatively and looking at something, it is not the same, I'm telling you, you can look at it 50 different times, 50 different ways, if you're doing something at a different time, if you are generally, you know what I'm saying, thinking of something different, and it's already automatically a different day. Everything is in flux. Everything is a conceptually, you know, different aspect of changing it. So never uh, pigeonhole yourself in a box or never think of yourself as a writer who can only express these things. Uh, the thing, and, and I'll leave you with this, is what I want to express with The Laughing Man was that it was, once again, you really, honestly, if you watch the show, right, and spoiler alert for anyone who watches science fiction and or anime and Ghost in the Shell Complex, it really didn't elude, like, they were trying to chase this character and it was like, you know, taking over AI and taking over uh, cyborgs and things like this, and truly this, you know, sentience or this program uh, was just... Uh, they didn't know if it was just a glitch or not, <laughs> or if it was someone truly behind it, you know, reprogramming these cyborgs and or androids and, you know, messing with their insides. And, you know, even, I think it was one movie or something like this, the original, um, what is it, Ghost in the Shell uh, movie, uh, explored this, but it was only the concept, you know, that was just a government-backed it program. The, the really, and I'm going to go through this and actually look through the TV show and come back and be like, y'all watched a few episodes and that was fucking cool. But it, it's really, you know, something that people don't know if it exists. And it's an entity that, you know, operates independently and almost as if it was like someone, if Banksy, you know, was walking around and tagging everything and saying he was going to tag everything while people were having, I don't know, a Thanksgiving Day Parade <laughs> with it being live on TV. 
is you know the level of analogy that I can give of what I'm, I'm embodying with this character. So that, that's basically what I'm working on. Uh, shouts out to all the content creators. Uh, shouts out to all my fans, uh, super guys. Like you guys, I'm really, really super um, happy that I get the responses. And uh, the more and more you guys uh, support the art, the more intricate uh, it becomes. So I get the liberty of adding more different things, going off on more existential rants. Uh, who knows? I may even go on, you know, 55-minute rants if I can, which I've done before on special editions. But uh, just to, you know, personify this thing and go beyond of what others consider a TED Talk. This is, as a writer, you have to see yourself doing this. You have to possess that imagination and or the tools to, you know, utilize and express it and give it back. Uh, to your audience and to the people who you want to read your book uh, the reasoning and what your message that you have to bring or what you want to bring uh, should automatically be in your head before you even pick up the pen before you even start typing so that, that's generally what I'm you know personifying with this podcast helping you guys uh, showing what I do uh, it just generally looks like I'll be chilling and doing different stuff and smoking weed yes <laughs> Keep thinking. All right. Peace, peace.